Hello, you are now listening to the number 8 episode of After 5 at Jumix. Today we are going to talk about traditional marketing versus modern marketing and which one is the best for you. I'm your host, San Steele, together with my partner here. Hi, Deanna in the house. Yeah. So today we're just going to casually talk about marketing in general, right? So over the years and over the decades, we have seen marketing have changed a lot in terms of, you know, advertising, the media, like the channels we can use. With the introduction of smartphones, computers, desktop, tablets, and so on, we see the changes in marketing, like how advertisers have switched from TV to mobile phones, advertising, and so on. Yeah, let's also speak about how marketing involves in our daily life. I feel that we are all marketers in real life. We are always trying to sell ourselves in some some way. For example, when we are on Instagram, we are selling our photos, we are telling people what we are doing to lead to personal branding and branding is also some part in marketing. So I think marketing is very important for everyone. But in the case for brands, they are using, I mean, they are going for a lot of marketing initiatives does the traditional marketing still work for them and how effective it is for them to use modern marketing? I mean, that's a very big question mark because the amount of money being spent and budgeted into all these sections are actually quite big amounts. So in, in your case, what do you think? I mean, we are, we are both from the era that has experienced through traditional marketing and coming towards to modern marketing. So what do you think? Yes, I think let's rewind back to the time where we have the traditional marketing still in place. For example, we have the TV, the radio, the newspaper, billboard, magazine, and also the point of sale display. So we, we can still see this kind of marketing in today's world, although we can see the declination of these kind of methods, but then these methods still work for some brands. For example, if you go to like a supermarket, you still see they put up those televisions on top of the cashier. Some of your parents still buy newspaper, although you can see the pages have reduced a lot because advertisers have slowly moved towards the new media marketing. And to me, because at the early stage of my life, I mean, during when I'm just a kid, I'm exposed to a lot of traditional marketing, especially TV, because I spent a lot of time watching TV and also, you know, newspaper. So what changes is that our attention has switched from traditional channel to the new channel, which is our smartphone and our computer. And this is also because part of it is because the generation has changed. Our behavior has changed. Well, interestingly enough, I feel that I still can remember some TV advertisement. If you compare it to today, I don't really remember anything that is so that leaves such a good impression in me until I can remember it because there are so much clutter. But last time on TV, on radio, it is always stuck in your mind and I feel that that is very important in doing marketing, which is very hard to achieve in, in the modern marketing ways today. Especially the Apollo. Yeah, exactly. I was <laughs> thinking about Apollo too. Like even for like McDonald's and all that, you can always somehow see an image in your head on how the yellow and red, you know, McDonald's yes. and Ronald McDonald's will come out together and all those toys they would they would say like Happy Meal this week got what toy and, and all those is still very you know very vivid in the brain whereas if you think of modern ways it's hard to remember anything I think the reason why we have such a strong memory of the traditional marketing way because 
they keep repeating the same thing. That is first. The second is you have your full attention on the media itself. When you're watching TV, you want to catch up with the shows. You must, you know, sit in front of the TV for 30 minutes or 15 minutes straight and you will watch the same advertisement over and over again. But in today's world, you are using your smartphone. You have so many other choices. You can switch your apps in just a, you know, flick of a finger. So the attention span is so much shorter now as compared to before. Yeah, and remember, during those days, we don't have a skip button. We have to yes, finish have to watching. Watch the yeah, whole and I remember watching like Pochukang or, you know, shows like that. The real show is only maybe like 20 minutes, but then it's like a full length of 45 minutes of show and the rest are ads. Yes, like 40% of the time you're watching ads. Exactly. And 60% of the time you're watching the thing. Yeah. And nowadays, you, even YouTube, you have YouTube Premium, you can skip the ad completely. So it's like, I don't know what is really happening but I think it depends on what industry you're in right for example yes. if you're in uh, like the Apollo industry that time is very effective on us is because you see we are kids we eat Apollo and, and the audience are you know right in front of the yes. TV but it really depends on today how you are going to do your ads that are behind you know back end very technical work I think it's more complicated today than I think to it's the first thing you have to determine where your audience is you have to know who are your audience then where do they spend time if they spend a lot of time in the supermarket you want to do a lot of point of sale or if they spend a lot of time watching tv like maybe those 40 to 50 years old female group if they spend a lot of time in in front of the tv then definitely you can still go for tv mm. especially now tv advertising is getting cheaper and cheaper because there are less advertiser doing advertisement there but most of the people are on streaming services anyways. They are not on TV as well. Yes, but you can't deny the fact that actually there are still a lot of viewers in traditional TV. I think the group that watches um, streaming media and the group that watch the TV is different group of people. Those who stream the media, they will have a lot of attention. They will sit in front of their computer or they will watch it for at least, they will pay at least 80 to 90% of attention on the media. But whereas if your TV is playing, you would just leave it playing at the background. You aren't really paying a full attention on it, especially for a housewife who is doing their housework. Yeah, that's true. Like for TV nowadays, I think although people are like watching YouTube and Netflix, all of that a lot, but somehow or other, there are still this audience still on like normal Astro or what. And then it is actually cheaper for the advertiser or businesses to advertise using the new media because you can just use your smartphone to shoot a video but then if you want to advertise on tv previously what they do is they need to go to like a production house and you need to hire maybe artists or at least good looking models to produce this kind of higher standard commercial so that it can be screen over the tv but whereas nowadays youtube facebook instagram those kind of videos you do not really need to invest a lot in devices equipments or models you can just take a selfie and record whatever you say yeah it's very convenient nowadays to to have so many tools around us that are so accessible for us to create anything we want that is more towards like creating in the 21st century there are no boundaries nowadays when you were talking about that, I actually thought of one traditional marketing method. It's telemarketing. Like, uh, I think telemarketing like calling is, people out yeah. of the blue using the phone. Yes, I would like to hear how are your thoughts with telemarketing because we we still receive banks calling us and you know 
loans or all that, how effective it really is. You know, back in my days when I'm still a kid, I'm I get very excited when the phone rings. Okay. Right? Because we don't receive a lot of phones, yeah. phone calls that often. So whenever it rings, we excitedly run over to the telephone and, you know, answer the phone. But yeah. then sometimes it's like, hey, do you want to buy this and buy that? It's quite annoying in a way, but then I think you get a lot more attention back then for telemarketing than it is today because nowadays people just use like SMS or when they call you, you will hang up and then you get the choice to block the call, you know, like with the apps and so on. When back then you have no nothing to block or if you even if you have the device to block the numbers, it's quite complicated to set up. But in this case, other than I think it's quite cheap to run, I can't think of other ways on why people are still using it in the 21st century. Like, what do you think? Why are they using it? I think the voice call will still work because sometimes, you know, text has almost no emotion. Mm -hmm. And listening to other people through phone, that you can listen to their voice, their tone, and their volume of the voice, whether you have pause in whatever you say, still make a difference as compared to just plain paper or plain text that you see on the screen. So I think telemarketing will still work. But instead of co-calling out of the blue, you should maybe get in touch with the potential client first through other methods, like through the TV ads or through Facebook or whatever, before you make the outreach call. Yeah, I think that's very true. Like I've been even seeing this and reading this myself. It's very important nowadays to not just use one medium to do your marketing like it's not about using one media in a sense that one traditional marketing and one one modern is it's more about integrating everything together to have a sense of flow into their marketing strategy yeah this is something we always highlight omni-channel right so omni-channel doesn't just include all the new media like facebook instagram all the social media you have to be in there but you can also combine them with some other old channels like tv radios telephones and so on speaking about omni-channel i think we didn't really mention what is the true definition of omni-channel like sense could you please do the honor to me omni-channel is like you have to exist in every channels possible but then sometimes to be realistic you cannot exist in every single channel out there you have to carefully choose the channels that you think is good that you are aware of it the existence of it and then you invest your time and content into there. You have to be at as many places as possible. Okay, thank you. Thank you for like telling us a definition for that. Although we have been repeating this word for, I think, a few more times in the past episodes as well. But uh, going back to the topic, just now you did mention when you speak in a certain tone, like going to telemarketing, it's, it's more personalized, it's more personal. Would you say in traditional marketing one of the biggest pros is to be uh, more immersive into the experience of getting targeted on an ad or promotion i think in traditional marketing is easier if you want to target a specific location or place for example if you want to target people who go to a certain place you just need to put a billboard there or you just throw some you know newspaper or magazine you place it there so people will definitely have the attention People who walk by or who sit or who visit the shop will definitely see the things. So speaking of immersive, if let's say you are holding an event, like an offline event where people have to physically present in the place itself, then definitely it's a more immersive experience as compared to what you just see 
through the phone or through the TV and so on. So of course, this kind of traditional marketing, which I do not call event as a traditional marketing, I would just call it marketing because in this day, you still need to really go out. Don't just spend your time through the phone and so on. So you have to attend events to be able to experience and immerse yourself in the brands or in the whatever activities that companies put out for you. Yeah, this I personally experienced myself. When you are out there going to offline events or what you say, marketing events, if they are really very serious in their roadshows, even the people who are there, the people serving you has a specific tone that applies to the brand. Uh, they might be more witty, they might be more bold, they might be more fun or young or older. You know, it's, it's on when you go there, what kind of perception and vibe and feeling that you're feeling on a certain brand. Whereas if you are seeing something just online or through a screen, it feels very flat. And the only way to have a more immersive experience or a more engaged experience would be true creative. And creatives are also very subjective because how I see red and how you see the color red would be very different. So in the end of the day, it still comes down to personal touches and personal details that appeals to a certain client or to a certain brand. That's how I see it. So I would say uh, one of the biggest pros of traditional marketing would definitely be how immersive you get to feel a certain brand or a certain promotion going on there. Whereas on modern, it's really, really vague. Yes, but if we look at the cons, I mean the weakness of traditional marketing is that it's really hard for you to engage with your audience. If let's say you're not holding an event, you're just advertising on TV, newspaper and so on it's just a one-way communication whatever the brand want to tell about them to you is just one way you cannot provide any feedback like whenever you watch a tv you cannot say hey i don't think this is good for me or how much is the price and so on but if you compare it to today in facebook when you push out a content when you push out an advertisement people can respond right away this is a very good way that brands can directly get the feedback and change their strategy immediately instead of you know i have just printed 10,000, 20,000 of magazines, but then it's, it's actually something that is not good, but I cannot edit it anymore. But if it's just an Instagram post, I can take it down and I can edit it. The next few minutes, I can push out the new content. Yeah, and also that being said, the best example I would experience or anyone could experience is when you are traveling down North-South Highway and you see a lot of billboards on both sides. Most of the billboards there are pretty useless, I would say. Every time I see it, I'll be like, oh, what, 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 what are these? And billboards are so, ex I mean, I would say it's expensive to run. It takes at least a few thousand and you are not even knowing who you're targeting to. You don't even know whether your customers are coming back to you because of that certain billboard. And it gets outdated. You don't get to update it right away, like how you say between, you know, having modern Instagram posts. So, yeah, I think if you have the experience, I mean, if you listeners have the experience to travel on the North, North South Highway, is it? Yeah, it's like all the billboards on the right and left. I would say 90% of it is, is total rubbish. Speaking of billboard, I think what the new media is implementing today is LED billboards so that you can change the content quite easily. And one billboard can be switched to a few other screens so you can have multiple advertisers in just one screen. And if you want to use billboard wisely and effectively, I think it's better that you just put on 
your brand name and maybe just a slogan or a short sentence of what you do. So it's simple and short. It's better than you put a lot of stuff like, hey, we sell item A, B, C, D, E. Just try to stuff a lot of things inside a billboard. Then you're doing it wrong and it's not going to be effective because people don't have so many times. I mean, people don't have that much time to read the billboard when they're traveling on a highway. So the strategy you use for the billboard in a highway and in a city where you have traffic jams would be different. If you put the billboard inside a town that has a lot of traffic jams, then you can put more information there because people will actually stop and watch. As compared to the north-south highway, they were just, you know, traveling at 100 km per hour. They are not going to see much of the information you put there. Well, funny how you say this. In modern advertising, I do see that it can be a pro and con to have, you know, medias that are very very colorful, very creative and all that. But if you're not being, you know, creative, I would say maybe you're black and white or there's still animation and all that. But if it's a black and white, very ugly fonts, would you see it? Yeah, I would, I would personally notice this because it's something that stands out from the rest. Like everything trying, everyone trying to be perfect, but this one like, no, I'm just there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty true though. Like in, on new media, it really, it, you cannot be on the safe side. You have to be extreme on a very, very bad side or extreme on a very, very good side to be able to get the retention level that you want. Yes, it's because the noise level nowadays get so much higher. It's harder to capture the people's attention. You really have to think out of the box. But with what you're saying, I think there's another thing in modern marketing that is a very good pro is every single thing is trackable. Like even for an ad, how many seconds you have watched, how many percent you have watched it, where did you stop, where did you leave? I mean, every every single thing like that, nothing is, you know, being private. You can see that all on your analytics and that is a way on how brands could understand their customers better, how to improve their ad better, how to, you know, really touch the hearts of their clients. Yeah, I think that's the real beauty of new media advertising and marketing because you can see all this data and you can analyze it and you can improve it in the next campaign. As compared to your traditional marketing, you stand out newspaper, you don't know how many people actually get it and how many people actually read the ads. So this is the biggest transformation from traditional marketing to the new marketing. Okay, from what I understand that before, even for Jumix, you started with doing a lot of modern advertising, I mean, modern marketing and advertising. So would you think that going to modern marketing would be cheaper to run than traditional marketing? Yes, definitely. Because you see, I started with nothing. I don't have any fun in marketing or advertising. So I have to be very careful. And it's kind of a guerrilla marketing because I have, I have no investment in marketing, as I just said. So this kind of new media marketing open up the path for me to actually go in and market my business because starting a blog basically has almost no cost what you need to do is just go to google and start a free blog there it's completely free what you need is just a computer and an internet connection so from there you can start to build your content you can build your website it's just like a traditional shop front so my blog or my website is actually my storefront so if i were to go out and rent a or rent a shop lot, I would need to invest at least twenty to 30000 upfront. But if I go towards the new media, which is I use a website and a blog, which will cost me almost nothing or maybe just 50 or $60 to start. Wow, 50 or $60 to start. Is it still the same today? 
yes, maybe getting cheaper. Okay. So would you say in, in today's world, having to start a business, it's so simple, like having one, a website, second, maybe a social media account. And what else do you need? Yes, the new media actually opened up so many opportunities for us, you know, new starter or people who have no fund or no capital to begin with to start a business. So what you need is just the first, the website, like you said, and a blog, or maybe another two to three social media accounts where you can use it to advertise and market your products. So your website is your home, treat it as like your storefront. And then your blog is where you publish your news, your promotions, and your Instagram and Facebook account is where you push out your advertisement and message. Do people really still read blogs nowadays? Do you? It's declining quite fast. People pay their attention on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube nowadays. But the, those people who love to read, they will still read blogs. The market is shrinking, but there are still people out there. But I wouldn't recommend you to invest a lot of time and effort in a blog. Rather than that, you can actually invest in Facebook, Instagram, videos and medias that, that can work better and can attract more attention. That would be content marketing in the modern Yes, but I wouldn't rule out the possibility of writings in blogs because there are still people out there. And if you're really very, very, very uncomfortable with doing videos and stuff, you can still do writing. Nothing wrong about that. It's all about the quality in your message and your messaging. Okay, since we have already spoken about traditional marketing and modern marketing, I think if we only mention these two, it would feel very one-sided because in the end of the day, it's still integrated marketing that works the best. So now I'm gonna like we are gonna share a very good example that a client of us used both traditional and modern marketing to come together and create a very effective campaign, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, our client Mobile Legends did a campaign, yeah, back in 2019. They actually did this campaign. It's a 515 Unite campaign. And in this campaign itself, in the process of it, we actually got to experience the effectiveness of, of doing integrated marketing. So for example, they have did OOH on outdoor advertising. On yes, We actually rented a LED truck that roamed around Malaysia in different states. So the LED, is, LED truck itself have like, a, I would say, 120-inch screen roaming around and people were just were able to see it. So it's just like a moving billboard. Yeah, and then we did convenience stores. We still hang on banners on convenience stores. And then we have those LED screens in cinemas, LED screens that is outside the cinemas before you walk into the cinemas. And the cinemas itself, we play the 30 seconds trailer in the cinema itself. That's right. That's that's the traditional marketing. Whereas on online marketing, like the modern marketing, it was more towards having live stream of our events, our roadshow, so that everyone can watch, and having a lot of banners being put out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, as the major parts, and going towards influence marketing, getting a lot of KOLs to engage and collaborate together in this campaign to be able to reach different and a wider audience that are still in the still within the same industry. All of this synchronized together and we integrated both traditional marketing with the modern marketing. All of it comes together very closely and the result is fascinating. 
Yeah, I think if you haven't got to see this, you can definitely go on YouTube or go on Facebook to search. You can search with 5.5 Unite Mobile Legends and you'll be able to see the whole campaign go. Yes, you can also actually go into our website and see the whole case study of this. So we show all of the medias and the marketing ways that we use for this campaign and how you can use this for your own business and campaign as well. Yeah, I think... That is just the perfect example. So without further ado, I think in this current episode, we would like to add a new segment that I have just let Sans know. So he's very unprepared. But I think in this episode, he's, he's going to... Yeah, please do the introduction for this segment. So from this episode onwards, we are going to have a small section before we end the episode. And this section is called Question of the Pot. And whereby we will ask one questions where we pick up the questions from our followers who have been throwing these kind of questions through our Facebook, Instagram and so on or they leave a feedback that they want to ask something from us or from our guests. So today, this is the first questions that we pick up from the floor, which is... Okay, bring it on, Sans. Okay, so this question is, how old are you, Diana, and why do you choose marketing as your career? Well, my age is in secret, okay? I'm not going to answer that. But why I choose marketing, okay? If I would say why I choose marketing, I started, you know, studying in business. And from there, I think marketing is the best way on how I can express what brands are doing and how I can make brands grow into a better way, in a better way, in the sense of how I can strategize a lot of campaigns from them and to tell them or even give them a direction on what are the trends out there. I think it's a pretty exciting, you know, job to do. It's very different every day and it gets me going. Yeah, simple as that. That's a very good answer. Thank you, Diana. Thank you. So if you have any other questions for Diana or for me or for our upcoming guests, just leave a comment on our Instagram and we will pick one of it to ask in our next episode. Yeah, you can definitely follow us on any of our social media. I think soon we will be also having a, a dedicated email where you can just reach us directly. And you can currently follow us on eliasjumix.com.my on almost every platform out there. I think on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn. Uh, yeah, SoundCloud. you name it. Yeah, SoundCloud. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, but I think there are only a few platforms that you can really leave a comment. But anyhow, you can still, you know, DM our Instagram. That's the best. Yes. And with that being said, this is the end of our episode today. This is Sandsteel signing out. And Deanna leaving the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.